in poker, you pull a 7-2, you're going to pull both cards. And I've been dealt many 7-2s in my life where I hit rock bottom. How hard we worked, we were the direct results of how hard we worked. So the effort in was the results out based on our own choices. When you're young, you have to learn how to earn and fight for what you want. Who the fuck do you want to be? Like, do you want to be the guy that gets blackout drunk on YouTube? Or do you want to be the guy that inspires like 15 and 16 year olds? Half of my rentals went empty, like within six months, because about half the workers that were in my, my houses were offshore workers. It was, it was getting brutal. I was like, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna go bankrupt. I'm a, I'm a BK. One of the first things that I worked on in therapy was overcoming the feeling of selfishness when I was doing things for myself. A lot of people that usually just complain all the time. Oh my God, I'm like, dude, what are you complaining about? Life is amazing. You die when your body dies. And you die a second time, the last time your name is ever said. You said it. I get the 7-2. I can play it or I can hold it. Like, What are you going to do with that and how are you going to use it? I want to invest, inspire, and motivate people to better their lives, to create wealth. And then I'm going to inspire those people to give that wealth away and help other people. I give it all to you, God, trusting that you'll make something beautiful out of me. Yo, what's going on, everyone? I hope you guys are doing well. Hey, you guys know me by now. I am spontaneous as fuck. So, you know what? The first things first. I got an amazing guest that's coming on today. And you know what? This has been a long time coming. Um, and it was almost becoming a little bit of a game. And you know what? It, it just the, Everything just lined up perfectly to have Mike on today. So we'll talk about Mike here shortly. But um, first things first, I need your guys' help. See, I'm not sure if you guys are subscribed to my YouTube channel. So I'm going to ask you guys now. I don't ask for much, actually. So I'm going to ask it to you anyways. I need you guys to subscribe to my channel. And I'll tell you why. Is I'm pushing hard to bring some amazing guests. My previous guest was Dr. John Demartini, who was starred in the Netflix documentary, The Secret. I'm reaching for the stars. I'm you know, speaking to people that I would have never imagined even a few months ago that I'd be speaking with, and they're coming. But I need your help because believe it or not, they're going to ask me how many subscribers I have because they're looking at their value as well. So I'm the same. I start. I'm starting the same way, like Tom Bailu did, with one guest at a time, one follow at a time, one subscriber at a time. So I can I count on you. That's the question I have. Can I count on you? Because my commitment to you is that if I can push with the level of subscribers, I will bring the guests. So do that for me. Give me a subscribe. It's at the bottom there. And while you guys are looking for that, I'm gonna play a little another video for you guys here, and we're gonna get right to Mike Nowicki. Welcome, hey. Mike. Hey, how are you, Mark? I'm I'm doing amazing, man. And uh, you know, before we got you on here, I said, "Hey, you know what? I I do my my podcast, the real, raw, relentless. I don't edit. They just I just put them out there um, for two reasons. One is that's how I am. I'm raw, 
real and relentless. And two, I'm lazy as fuck. So I don't want to waste time. I want to be able to share this art. Um, so I said, why not just do a live podcast? Why not? Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. yeah so uh, two birds stoned at once, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So Mike, I mean, before we talk about where you come from and all the other stuff, sure. what I can tell all of you is that you need to follow this man. I treat Mike like a little brother. I've always watched over him from the first time we ever connect connected in social media. I want to say it was probably around November of 2019. And, yeah. and I just saw this kid that was just hustling. And you could just see he was getting knocked down. But he kept on getting back up, kept on getting back up. And I'm the type of individual, Mike, and you know this. And I see you doing the same thing because now you're reaching that pull people up now too, which mm -hmm. is... If people are going to are willing to invest in themselves, you're willing to invest in them. And I did that with you. Yep. Yep. So exactly. I, go ahead, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I like that you say that. For example, like today was one of our new guys first day on, on the job as a wholesaler. And, and it was just neat having, having someone so new and being able to teach them and them kind of just like absorbing it all and asking questions. It's just, it's a good feeling to help someone out that way. Right. It is absolutely, and, that, and that's the best thing. Like, it's the go giver, right? Are you like, there's the blue fishing? You talk, there's so many of these books, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's something about that. It's, uh, a, you know, we're going to talk about gratitude here soon, but it's, it's, it's not, you know, we do it to make us feel good, but it's also the right thing to do for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Right. So now let's, let's, I mean, Mike, I mean, this has been a long time coming. So let's talk about how this all came about. So Mike's been asking to be on my podcast for quite some time, but we've been, never been able to connect. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden I see this post from Mike on Instagram and it basically says, help me get on the seven, two mindset, uh, mindset, uh, podcast. What did, I, what did I say? I was like, um, been trying to get, uh, Mark Smith's attention. Everyone just tag me and tag them in his store in your story so I can get on his podcast kind of thing. And I got blasted. My phone got blasted. And it was funny because I've opened my phone and I see this this post you made. And uh, and then we just said, OK, fine, let's do this. But hey, I want to have it was actually trying to buy some time for myself, too. And I didn't realize I was going to hit 3000 followers so quickly on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that was the deal. So, man, it's a long time coming. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. It's a. Uh... It was. It would have been nice because I had a two week period where I took off, took off work, and then came back to work. And you're like, "Yeah, let's get you on the podcast." I hit three thousand. I'm like, "Come on!" Last week would have been nice. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, you know what? Um, whether we did it then, we do it now. This is still yeah. a very, very. I know this is going to be so powerful, um, Mike. And I'm just. I mean, let's let's just get right to this, man. Let's talk before November 2019 when we first met because you're 26 years old. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely crushing it. I mean, I I use the hero's journey by Joseph Campbell as, as my my mantra, and I talk about you know where I came from and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when I look at that hero's journey and that cycle, I look at you, my man, because you are fighting demons where you've come from, the things you've done. I mean, mm -hmm. you're 26 years old. I mean, you've made north of $400,000 in your wholesale business, like, and you've been absolutely crushing it, but you still fight these demons. So let's yep. talk about this, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think there's anyone that doesn't go through hard stuff in their life, right? I think it comes down to really what you want at the end of the day and what you're willing to do to get there. Um, it's just like, I've done so many things that I didn't like and that didn't really make fulfill me and I was still having 
the demons at that time and I still have them now like anyone else. So why not do something you're good at or you enjoy while you're trying to get through it? It makes the battle a little bit um, less strenuous, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so like, I mean, you, you were in Alberta before. I mean, you were trying to, you were. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Let's, let's go back to there, man. Yeah. I guess we can talk about a, a little bit about that story. So I had started out like I did, I did so many different jobs growing up and just found out what I didn't like. And then I ended up uh, working with my dad for a bit um, in his business and didn't like working with my dad e either. So I decided to move across the country to Alberta as far as possible. And I uh, started working in the oil industry, really, really rough on the back. So I kind of wanted to stop that. And I, I ended up starting a business when I was out there. Um, I was doing some junk removal because I got, I'll try to make this, this part of the story a little bit fast, but I ended up going to Alberta. I needed a truck. So I ended up buying a truck for a thousand bucks and uh, the truck was registered for a different province. So I had to sell the truck and buy a Alberta registered truck just so the process was easier. But I ended up selling that thousand dollar truck for 2000 and then I bought another truck for 1000. So I technically got a free truck. Uh, about a month later, I got in an accident and someone, uh, I T-boned someone and it was their fault. And I ended up getting, uh, I think 2,500 bucks for that truck. So I, then I bought a, another truck and a trailer for that, for that price. So now I have a free truck and a free trailer. So what do I do with the truck and a trailer? I start a business. I started a junk removal business. So um, that cost me like 200 bucks to get a business license or whatever. And then um, I did that for a while. And then my foreman at my last job, he was like, Nowicki, like you, you can't be doing this. You can't be coming to work and running a business. You're always tired. Mm -hmm. You're not performing. And I'm like, okay, I quit then. And he's like, you can't quit. I was like, well then like, I'm, I'm doing my business, right? Ended up uh, quitting. And then a few, uh, maybe a month later, he's like, how'd you do it? I, I want to quit too. I want to start a business. So I said, well, what are you good at? He said, I, I've painted a house before. So uh, he started, I said, put out a Kijiji ad, go paint some houses. And I said, okay, I'll do the same. Or uh, he, So he did that. And they called me. He's like, people are calling me, Mike, what do I do? I was like, get, get them on the phone with me. Ended up going to the house got the got the deal and um he's like can you help me paint this house i was like i've never painted a house in my life man so ended up painting the house with him and then we joined together and and we actually just started that little painting business mm -hmm. then my um my sister uh started getting really sick back in ontario so um i i i decided i'm not deep enough into this business to um have a problem with giving it up so I, I gave up the business i moved back to ontario um to be closer to my family and then i'm here in ontario now no job no nothing to do um but i had this new skill so i posted on kijiji i can paint houses now and i ended up painting houses and then at one point someone asked me if i could do their floors yeah sure i can do your floors and then i went on youtube that night and found out how to make do floors and then i bought the tools to do it and then the next person asked me to change a toilet. And I said, sure, I can change the toilet. I went on YouTube and bought the tools and did the same thing. And then um, just started getting really injured from doing all that like labor and stuff like that. My back was pretty bad from that. Um, so I was like, hey, I got to figure this out. I'm mm -hmm. not going to do this forever. I don't want to do it for much longer. How am I going to do it? 
So I started figuring out, like I went out like how to make money online, all like the classic drop shipping thing. Mm -hmm. And then I saw wholesaling and I was like, that's probably not going to work in Canada. Then like real estate investing came up and I got into real estate investing, Mark. And, and then I started meeting everyone around and I, I found a mentor that took me under his wing. Uh, everyone probably knows him, Matt McKeever. Um, mm -hmm. And it, the rest is kind of history from there. Just started really, really doing a lot of work with them and ended up working. How, how I got to live with Matt and work with Matt was like, I'm going to work for free for you, man. He was coming up or Jeff Weibel was coming off stage at a conference and I just followed him. I was like, Hey man, like I'm Mike Nowicki, blah, blah, blah. I know you're busy. So I'll walk with you. Um, like I want to work with you guys, like, like be my friend kind of thing. <laughs> and then, um, it, it was just, it just went from there. He was like, he invited me over and then I ended up working for free for some time. I did some side work, like some, uh, renovations just for some extra money. But, um, for months I, I was working for free and I, I was door knocking to, to get wholesale leads and the one came and then it started snowballing and, and I haven't looked back. So, I mean, I remember because this was at Oric 2019, right? Yeah. And didn't you go, didn't, didn't uh, Jeff invite you to come to the restaurant and didn't you yeah. like sit like right next to Matt McKeever and he wouldn't even give you the light of day. It was just thinking, who's this weirdo? Is well, that how the story went down? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like so Jeff was like Jeff was like yeah yeah if you want to hang out with us come to the dinner tonight it's 150 bucks I was like okay I'll come to the dinner but I only have 150 bucks <laughs> he's like whatever figure it out and then I spent like I had maybe like eight bucks left in my account at that time and uh so I spent the 150 ended up winning a hundred dollars at that conference from uh one of the presenters which was amazing yeah so anyway I got to the dinner and uh, I was the last one there because I went home to change and um, just freshen up and ended up being the last one at the dinner. And I was like, okay, well now there's no seats left. I had to ask the the waitress if I could get an extra sheet, seat, but then I could mm -hmm. sit wherever I want. There was three tables and they were really long. Mm -hmm. So I saw Jeff and Matt kind of across the table. And then I'm sitting on this side with little did I know, uh, Sean Allen and his wife, Jen, they're like huge flippers in Canada. Right. And I'm just like this newbie guy and I'd pull up a seat beside them and Adam Martin. And then I'm just keeping a conversation with these people. Right. And Jeff saw me, I'm sure Matt saw me, but then like, I think Arneo was even at the table, mm -hmm. um, which was really cool. And then, um, yeah, they invited me over for kind of like an interview and Matt didn't know I was coming over and, he was just like, yeah, like you want to close down your business and move in? Sure. Like, when can you do it? I was like, I'll give me a month. I'll wrap up these jobs and I'll be over. <laughs> that you know, and, and that's amazing, man. And that that's like you know, we're gonna get into this because, uh, I mean, Mike, what what I really you inspire me, man, because I look at you and I keep on pushing on myself, and I just see the things you're doing and the, just we talk, we'll talk about the fighting that resistance because there is a resistance which is our old realities and and, and so mm -hmm. forth but i mean first i mean you know i go by the seven two mindset investor and i changed that because at the beginning it was the seven two uh real estate investor actually even before that it was just a logo i didn't have my face anywhere because uh you know i was dealing with my own demons um and um so i went from the seven two real estate investor and i quickly realized through my mentors, Corey McKinnon being uh, here as well. I mean, Matt McKeever, uh, you know, Ben Mursan and lots of others. Um, but I realized it wasn't the real estate. Real estate was just the vehicle. 
-hmm. it was my mindset. My mindset was so fucking broken. I mean, it was it was disturbing how broken it was, how the scarcity mindset and the paranoia and and so forth. And so I had to go through this change. And of course, I call myself the seven two. Uh, it's just a daily reminder that the seven two is the worst possible hand you can have in poker uh, in life. Unfortunately, you can't control the hands you're dealt, but you can control how you play that hand. So if you don't mind, would you be able to share a seven two moment in your life? Hmm. Um, yeah. there's a lot man there's a lot of seven two moments um yeah peter i remember the day you came over for the interview um yeah i think uh, like a big seven two like i've just been at a point where um e even like i guess like the like influences i've had like i i've I've been down a path where the it was a kind of a darker life doing um, doing things that I are much less than Christian, I guess you could say. And um, it's just like the, the, you just go down that path and you, you can't get yourself out of it without like really um, trying. And, and I can see how some people can go down that path for a very long time and, and be around the wrong people and the wrong influences and and getting into the wrong uh, like habits and stuff. And, and I did that for some time. And I said, like, there was a point in my life where someone was like, Mike, why are you just doing this? Like, you could be doing so much more. Um, and then that was a conversation I had with my friend Angelo. And it was a huge turning point for me that I said, you know, like, he's right. Like, I should be doing more. Like, I know I can, I'm, I'm one of those guys that like since a kid, I've always wanted to do so many things and I can't just not do them. Even when I was going through the hard times, I'd have these fantasies and stuff. And um, I would just, it would just be a fantasy at that point. I never put it to action, right? Um, and then I finally got out of that by by really just committing to like, not not like being average, you know what I mean? And, and then when you start reading books and you start listening to podcasts like this and you start uh, personal developing, and then for me, going to church was a really big thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, finding God was a big one. Um, you, you really just start seeing really what life is about and what's out there and what's possible. And I just want to bring this up. Uh, your, your, last, your last guest, um, John Demartini, Dr. John Demartini, like he is someone like I'm so like blessed to be on this podcast because he's been on this podcast and now here I am on it. He, he, he's in the movie. Um, like you said at the beginning, um, the secret, and that was a movie that literally changed my life. The, the law of attraction has like people, some people might say it's not true. Some people might say like, there's more to it. Of course there's more to that. Right. Like with, um, the law of attraction, yeah, you can manifest things and that's, that's fucking real. Like there's no doubt in my mind that manifestation is real, whether it's praying to God or, or imagining things in them happening, it's the same fucking thing. And it happens and it's a real thing. It's happened so many times in my life. And, um, but the, the thing is with that, you can't just manifest, you have to manifest and then work your ass off when that opportunity presents itself. Right. Um, like so many people, it, they're, they're, everyone has opportunity. It's just, there's people that grab it like me, right? I'm, I'm out there. And if something comes in my face and it's, and it's for me and I asked for it, 
that's my sign. I'm taking it. Even mm -hmm. if I feel sick to my stomach, especially when I feel that way, you know, when you feel like you're like sick in your, and, and you're like nervous almost about doing something, that's the sign do that thing. Right. Like, so, especially when people are telling you not to, it's like, that is the way to go. No, no matter how fucking hard it's going to be, take that path. Like so true. So true. Absolutely. That, that, that feeling you get that gut wrench feeling, it's like, you know, that question, do you do it? You don't do it. Do you do it? You don't do it. But that yeah. is the, that is the pinnacle point of fighting that resistance. Yeah. Um, and like you just, I'm, I don't, I only have 150 bucks in my account. I'm going to go and for this dinner, it's, I have eight bucks off my account. What if, what if, what if, uh, but you did the opposite and it, you know, so there's a fantastic book, uh, highly recommend it. I'm actually working with, um, with, uh, with him to get him on the podcast. And that's Dr. Uh, Benjamin Hardy, who wrote, uh, he's written a few books. It's not, it's a who, not how, um, he's uh, written, um, personality isn't permanent. And he actually talks about the, these things where like that moment is fighting that resistance and says, you know, the fact that personality isn't per permanent, because there's four things that really impact our, our, our personality. Okay. And the first thing he says, uh, about the personality, it's going to be, uh, I'm trying to remember this cause there was like, it was, it was so cool. Um, so on the list was, I'm going to draw, there's four things. So I know environment is on there. Okay. So the environment can dictate, like you, you can look at your environment saying, oh, this is a shitty environment. So you make that decision to keep it shitty, or you can use that as your own push. Um, your identity narrative. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Okay. Um, your trauma. We all face trauma. Now it's what do you do with that trauma? And it, it, these are all connected to one simple question. And the fourth thing was, is our subconscious mind <clears throat> when our subconscious mind is working and it's basically giving us a choice. And that's what I'm looking for. And I tell people, everybody has a fucking choice. Literally. Everybody has a fucking choice. Yeah. You have a choice to put a hit the snooze button on, on your alarm. You have a choice. Everybody has a choice. Um, and in this book, it's very fascinating, man, because what it says in there, it says criminals, criminals like aren't bad people what they are is they're quitters because mm -hmm. there was something along the way that they quit, mm -hmm. quit whether me. it be believing, quit. whether yeah. it be church, whether yeah. it be love. Mm -hmm. And but that was like, like a lot of time. And that's, that's a thing of your environment. Like, and like they group a lot of criminals and a lot of people that go down the wrong path there, they are victims to their environment. But again, it's the choice, right? They mm -hmm. stop something they chose to do that um at the end of the day absolutely and so it's it's quite fascinating and and so that's why i'm all i'm harping on i was talking to someone today that had set up a call with me and mm -hmm. they just said we just wanted to talk to me because they just see how dialed in i am with my mindset mm -hmm. and it's not a question of being dialed in i'm not dialed in and that's what i keep keep on pushing forward because i'm not done yet i'm just getting started because yeah. i have to, i have 43 years of calluses in my mind that can just pull me back to the dark side. Mm -hmm. And so for you, I mean, how do you, how do you prevent, you know, the traumas, the identity narrative that you have, uh, you know, your subconscious mind. And lastly, I mean, the environments, how do you, how do you, how do you stay on this side? How do you keep on leaning forward, man? Um, yeah, it's a battle. Of course. It, it's always a battle. Um, main mainly is consistency like the thing about consistency is that like when you're personally personally developing your your mind and um maybe filing away those calluses i guess we can say 
Um, like if you, if you just like test it out and read that one book or listen to the one podcast or watch one movie and like, Oh, it worked for a day. But then the next day my, my foot hurt and my dog died. And then like, it's like, Oh, this stuff doesn't work anyways. I'm just going to keep doing this. Yeah. It's not going to work if you don't keep trying. Right. Um, and like there's, there's always going to be something new, something new, like if like you can go down a great path, but there's still going to be bad things that come up with you. And if, if you don't have the, like the consistent, um, like that habit of, of pushing that away or not pushing it away, but, uh, dealing with it some, however you deal with those kinds of things, um, like it's just going to keep happening. Right. And for me, um, personally, like honestly, like just pray or listen to worship music or go for a damn walk or, or do something physical. Like I know, I know so many people that, um, for example, my dad, like when he is in, in like a good fit, like better physical shape, he's just a a happier person when Mm -hmm. he's working out. And when he's not, he's kind of a dickhead, right? Cause he's, that's my dad. But like, he, he literally like, it just comes down to um, how you're treating your body and how you're treating your mind. It's like what you put into your body is what is going to like, what's going to show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with your mind. So like when, when I, people always watch these like murder mystery movies or like that, how to kill a, someone or whatever on Netflix. And I'm like, why do you, why put that in your head? It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Like what, who does that? I get it. It's entertaining. And it like, but are you a cop or are you a detective or sorry to anyone that's listening to this, that is interested in these shows, but like, it's to me, it's like, it's garbage. It's so negative that shit. And then like the whole thing with um, like six buzz, I had to mute six buzz because like um, all they do is talk about like, sure. They have funny stuff on there, but then they have all these things about like the government and the negative. I'm like, dude, I don't want any of that. Mm-hmm. None of it. And that's how I keep above the water is by just kind of eliminating that garbage that's always floating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it is so true, man. Like I, I man, like I've I've really gone into a deep dive with respect to this journey, you know, and I, I'm blessed that the, you know, my mentors have really beat the shit on my brain to make me think differently because they saw how bad it was. And mm-hmm. The thing is like the brain is the mind, the mind is just so freaking powerful, uh, you know, and like, and I talk about this regularly on all my podcasts, which is like the brain is the only organ that you want it to grow because it's healthy if the brain grows because it's, it's plastic and it's, you're basically firing all different, all different neurons. And, and that's so key. And, you know, so I'm reading this other book and it could have been the same, I think it's another book and they actually did a study. And what they did in this study was they actually went and they had a placebo effect and they looked at two different groups. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they gave one group uh, journals and they mm-hmm. would actually in their journals focus on gratitude mm-hmm. and the other group, there was no journals other than that, same med, same everything. Okay. And these, this was a critical care unit. So it was heart patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were uh, heart failure and so forth. What they actually found, I think it was after two months time or what have you, is those that were practicing gratitude, their symptoms had actually come down and actually had less inflammation in their biomarkers than they had with the other group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That, like, that's where's my book? Like, I can show you. It's not all. It's not all work stuff. Like, I I like journal in here all the time. I guess yeah. you can't 
Yeah, but like I'm always journaling in this. Like I'm always I don't want to show it too much on the camera, but um, like there, like that stuff is so important. Like when you when you great show gratitude to um, whatever or whoever you believe in, it's like not only does that feel good because you're reflecting on the things you're grateful for. Like it's it's something like like that those doctors study. There's something about it that really is good for you. Mm -hmm. Like, sorry, keep going. No, I, absolutely. I, I, I joke with people. I said, if they could, if they can take gratitude and happiness and put it into a pill, mm -hmm. man, the world would be a different place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there definitely would be, that would be a better place. Mm -hmm. uh, people would probably start abusing it though. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's always, yeah, for sure. So Mike, um, you know, I know you wanted to talk about ebbs and flow. Sure. Um, so, I mean, for the, for the, for the viewers that don't know what, like, so you can look at ebbs and flow in two ways. We can look at it the way I know Mike's going to talk about it. And you can, if you don't mind also sharing what it is in the environment. Um, yeah. Like if you can go ahead and talk about the environment thing, I feel like you have something on your mind there. So if you want to jump into that, and then I can talk about um, sure. my ebbs and flows that I've experienced. So ebbs and flows is, 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 is pretty cool, actually, because it's a rhythmic pattern. And I'll let you talk about that. But essentially, if you look at ebbs and flow, if you look at um, a beach, for example, and the water flowing, and ebbs is when the water dissipates and gets pulled away versus flow is actually moving towards you. So we can take that, if you can imagine the, the, the flow and the ebbs going and now putting that into your spirituality, putting that to your daily action, putting it in your mindset. Yeah. Um, like for me, the way I look at ebbs and flows is, is those things that, um, that just pull you back. Right. And then, and then get you into a rut because uh, as a wholesaler, like if, just quickly, briefly, I'll tell you guys what a wholesaler is. Please uh, do. It's, um, wholesaling real estate means you, uh, you get a property under contract and then you assign the contract to an investor for a profit. So basically that's what I do. Um, so as a wholesaler, there's a lot of times where, um, I just gotta be on point. Right. And I gotta just be like on point and getting like with speed and stuff like that. And when I have distractions pulling me back and there's better things to do that day, or there's more fun things to do that weekend, then those things pull you back. And, because as a wholesaler, you have to be so consistent with the game or you will just, you'll do well. And then you'll maybe do a couple closings and then it'll, um, it, and then if you don't, if you don't make offers, you don't get deals. Right. So when, when you're getting distracted and pulled back by, uh, emotions or family or buddies or drinking or whatever, um, you start to kind of, you're, you're not putting out offers during that time. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I get those kinds of distractions, it, it, you can see it in my production and, and for, for the company, the company suffers, I suffer, my teammates suffer because they're influenced by me. We live together. So it's like, it's, it's not only me, right? Like when, when that kind of stuff happens, you're affecting a lot of people around you and, and your vibrations too, are just damaging others too. So when I'm ebbing, I guess you can say, it's like, I'm just not a good person. Right. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. Um, and then finally, when I realize it, I, and put an end to it, 
I start flowing, right? And when I start to flow, I really start to flow. It's like not everyone's like this is a different example, but like not everyone's gonna like you. But when they when they do like you, they really like you. And like that's like me. If I'm if I'm uh what's it called? If I'm not doing well, I'm really not doing well. But if I'm doing great, I'm really doing great. And without consistency, like I said before, with the mindset, same thing with work. If you're consistent and you're giving that effort on a consistent basis, not on like a, okay, I'll do it today because it makes sense and it's easy. It's like you're doing it when it's hard and when it's easy, then you're going to be seeing like um, a solid, solid like um, output from the the work you're putting in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I say that all the time, uh, you know, be consistently consistent. Cause that's, that's the thing, right? I mean, and it's whether you read, I mean, there's so many books that talk about this. We can go on and on about books, but compound effect, uh, you talk about slight edge, atomic mm -hmm. habits and so forth. And it's not, the focus is not the outcome in, you know, there's an analogy. I think it came from uh, Tom Bailu, which is you can't control how tall that tree is going to get. Mm -hmm. You can't, but you can control how many times you're going to water that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Right. So get into consistent habit of nurturing, of watering. It's the same thing for yourself with your mindset. Like, don't think, oh, I have to be a PhD and, a, and, and this neuroscientist and that kind of stuff. It just takes one page at a time sure. because it's this um, term they call, um, which is like, as we're, you're learning through failure. So you're already picking up something you don't know. And so the, the nice thing is you're playing a trick with the brain because if you're learning something new, it plays a trick with the brain. It gets the brain working, mm -hmm. right? And it's so simple to do. And that's why we, like Tim Ferriss says this as well. A lot of times the easiest thing to do, sorry, the hardest thing that we have to do is sometimes the most important thing we have to do as well. So we tend to avoid that as well. Whether it be just reading, whether it be just like, hey, let's just go for a walk. Let's just get the heart going. Yep. Yeah, and even um, even for me and, and many other people, even just literally getting out of bed sometimes is like the hard thing to do. Right. And like, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's, it's important to, to fill your brain with like, I have a stack of books beside me. My audible is like full of different stories of, of successful people and, and mindset stuff. And, and like, that's just what I'm filling my mind with. Like, I think you beat me this year, last year with how many books you read by a handful. But, um, um, it's just like, that that kind of stuff is is really good for you. I, I think that's the that happy pill that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely right. Uh, yeah, that, and that's it, right? Because no one. It's like my dad said to me when I was young. He kept on saying because you know being you know brought up by immigrant family, uh, and it's like you know there was buddies of mine. I should say buddies. They're all fucking idiots now, and I look back at them, I'll kick their ass anyways. But <laughs> they're. Um, and, you know, they would, we'd go to high school and I remember they were spoiled kids. And I remember being hard on my parents and saying, why do they have this? Why do they have that? And it's like, oh, my dad said to me, so you want to be fed by the silver spoon? I'm like, yeah, I want to be fed by the silver spoon. He goes, great. Walk to the kitchen, open up the account, uh, open up the drawer, pick up the damn fucking spoon and put it in your mouth. And guess what? It's going to taste better. Mm -hmm. And so, <laughs> right. Um, but that's the thing. It's all you got to have that around you. Um, so, Mike, I mean you're you're just you're young man but the way i'm talking to you man like the wisdom you have mm, thank like you. what where did that come from um just like when you you know when you you have enough like you just had enough and you're like 
you have dreams or you have like you see like you said what your friends have and you just don't um like i just want stuff like i just want to have stuff and i want to not stuff like material stuff but like i want to do the things i want to do and and like maybe the things that okay so like for me the biggest thing was like in my in my household it was a very stressful place like there was a lot of fighting and like just even now like i go home and it's really stressful right um a lot about money relationship divorce all that stuff and it, it was just like the, raising your voice was a very common thing in the household right mm-hmm. and not just because i can't hear you because i'm like frustrated you with you or mad at you and like i just don't want that kind of family i don't want to have that kind of vibe and i don't want to be want my kids to be embarrassed to have their friends over because me and my wife are yelling at each other or, or me and you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and like, that's, that was a hard, like, I could get into it, but like, that was a very hurtful thing to grow up around. Right. And it just sure. like, um, that, that's a driver for me, man. And mm-hmm. like, that's like what made me want to learn to be better. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, along with other things, like, it's just like, you can take the negative things and just really turn them around if that's what you want. And, and like people say they want it, but then their actions show that they really don't. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's, it's a different journey for everyone and I can't judge any, anyone, but um, I, I really think it's, it's all in your mind how, how, and you can control it all. Like your mind gets so powerful to, and you can just um, like, there was points in my life where I was like, to, like honestly depressed. I don't know. I wasn't diagnosed by a doctor that I was depressed, like, and you have to like get pills and stuff like that. But like, I'm pretty sure like when you're crying a lot, like often, and when you're always angry and when um, like the world's against you all the time and it's hard to wake up, it's hard to sleep. It's hard. I'm pretty sure that's depression. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Some clinical stuff. Definitely. Yeah. So like, I, I guess that's what I was. And then, the, there was a point in my, I was laying in my bed. I remember I was drinking so much at that time, like three, four times a week, five times a week, like hammered drunk. And, but then there was one night I was in bed, um, sober. And I was like, man, like, this is fucked. Like I really got to Like, I, and I, I could, re- I can remember myself. Like there's this part of your brain that you can think on the surface level, but then there's like the deeper part and you can like, like ask yourself questions, like, I don't know how to really explain it. It's hard, but you can deep dive deeper and, and kind of unwater untangle some of that mess that's inside. Um, and then that's when I started picking up books and it just like, I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's easier than you think, but I know it's hard. I know it's really hard, but it's easier than you think. And you can do mm-hmm. it on your own. Like anything, right. Uh, and you just got to do it. Right. And the thing is, it's like um, uh, Eckhart basically wrote, I think it was in The Secrets of a Millionaire Mind, is we got this, you know, thoughts lead to actions, which reach, uh, re- act, uh, leads to results. Mm-hmm. But it's our programming before. Mm-hmm. And and that's what we have to work on. Because if our programming is 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 messed up, the trickle effect is, is, is that that's going to be the result. But I love what you said there before, because, again, it comes down to choice. Mm-hmm. you could have sat there and looked at the other side of that and saying, Hey, this, I, I accept my fate. I accept what the universe has given me. Fuck it. Let's get another drink. And yeah. there's a lot of people that, that do that. Mm-hmm. 
yeah like i don't yeah it's, it's so easy to just and and you do it i did it for so long and in different parts of my life too is you you give into it and you and you're like oh, okay i'll try again tomorrow or i'll, I'll mm -hmm. figure it out next time and then so next time turns into next year and, and it's just like you can the compounding effect goes both ways right that's exactly it right i mean you you can eat healthy every day and not yeah. see any changes but all of a sudden enough you know it, the compound effect versus you can eat a fucking big mac every day and nothing happens but mm -hmm. eventually it's like holy shit yeah. what the hell happened here right it happens right yeah for sure and like yeah go ahead I'm a victim of that too. Like when I was in Alberta, I went to Alberta weighing 190 pounds. I came back to Ontario weighing 240. And I like, I got ripped on by my friends. Like mm -hmm. ripped on. there's photos of me. Like, you know, when you're with your friends, and you take a photo because they look like an idiot. Like I got that all the time, but it's because I was getting fat shamed by them. Right. And I'm like, sure. I don't like, there's nothing wrong with fat people, but it, like, like choose to not not be that way like it's yeah. so clear not to be right um you know yeah. that like you yeah it, for sure absolutely like i'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'll give you an example today so so it, it's funny like you're going through these you're going through this journey and then all of a sudden it's amazing how you could be reading something and always it just triggers you because of that moment in time that mm -hmm. same paragraph could mean complete something completely different to you a year from now two months from now what have you mm -hmm. so here and i'm thinking to myself okay so I go through my journey. I'm like, I fast, right? So I fast, I'm doing my, my 20 hours of fasting and then I got my window to eat. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, if I don't go to sleep, it's going to be a train wreck. It's going to be because I'll, I'll start getting like hungry or looking for something or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and so, um, so last night I'll admit, I went to the liquor cabinet and I said, Oh, let's pour myself a drink. I haven't had one for a bit. I'll pour myself a drink. But so this morning I wake up and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, again, that's the resistance. Mm -hmm. I made a choice. I accept that. But the thing is, I also can make the choice go like moving forward. So I said, there has to be a different way, like almost like a reverse fast. So what I do is I eat early in the day and I stop eating at five o'clock okay. and I reset the clock. So I did that today. But again, mm -hmm. that was a choice. I mean, and yeah. so I, I honestly on the topic of fasting um it's like i don't do the whole 16 hour and eight it's like i'll just i'll eat and then like let's say i'm done eating at 12 i'll make sure at least 16 hours goes by that i don't eat but then i'll realistically i'll go for like 18 20 30 hours whatever i think the max i've done is like 46 or 47 hours or something like that um but like um Fasting is also something that really helps your mind, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and I, I don't know. I'm an advocate of it. I like it. Um, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, the the whole the whole thing with like going going to the liquor cabinet and making that choice. But you you, you cleaned up the mess, right? You, mm -hmm. you knew you knew there it was there. You made whatever if you can call it you can call it a mistake. Um, you still acknowledged it, and then you you fixed it. Or maybe not, you can't say fix, but like you just did what yeah. you're supposed to do or what you yeah. want to do, right? Yeah, um, for sure. I'm going to say something right now that could probably piss off a lot of the people that are going to watch. But I read this today and it was, uh, it was, it was said by a philosopher, actually, Baton, I think his name from, from England and says, if you aren't embarrassed of the person you were 12 months ago, 
You haven't learned a lot in the last 12 months. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, even like just seeing videos of myself, I'll probably look at this video in 12 months from now and be like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> but uh, no, they're like, the, when you just, or, or think about like when you go on Facebook and you see what you had said a year ago, or you look at your conversation with someone, I totally, I know that feeling. And, and like my, I couldn't even wake up before 9 a.m. last year, last year, or like without Matt McKeever, like publicly shaming me on Instagram and saying like, yeah, it's like 10 o'clock and I can hear this guy snoring in his bedroom right now. Like that kind of stuff is so embarrassing. And like, it's just like the building better habits. If you're not building better habits, um, like if you don't see the, that progression, like you're kind of just wasting time at that point. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. I don't know, I think it's, I think it's interesting that some people can waste a full year. Um, even if you're in a great state of mind, you can still waste a lot of time just by being on autopilot. Right. Um, well, so. and you don't even have to wait for that year. You could just do a daily audit. Yeah. And I could look at my day and if I'm wasting time, I'm, I'm embarrassed because yeah. And that's the thing. There's an abundance of everything. There's an abundance of money. There's an abundance of, of uh, resources. There's an abundance of deals. There's abundance of love. Mm -hmm. What there isn't one of is time. Time is finite. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're against the clock. Mark, like, I think it's important to track like what you're doing and what, like how much uh, you're getting out of the day. But what many people forget is like to actually like rest sometimes too. And maybe not everyone agrees with me on this because it's a we're, we're in a grind kind of culture. But like, man, if I you have to rest, you have to give your body and your mind the time to do the things you want to do. And like whatever it is that fuels your that like serotonin or like whatever makes you feel good kind of thing, like do those things. Don't neglect those because like what the fuck is the point of working so hard and getting all this shit done if you're not going to. Like, like I'm assuming with your family, there was probably a point in your life where you, your kids really didn't know you that much. And now you, they probably know you a lot and you probably know them much better than before. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and you, you're naturally just a happier person because you're giving yourself the time to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I know with your last, the last career career you had, it, it was a grind. Right. And of course what you're doing now is a huge grind too, but it, you're actually taking time to, to, to enjoy the things, right? Smell the coffee. Yeah. You know what? I went from someone looking at art to creating art. Yeah. And so, and that's just, like, I see this, this is art. I mean, Seth Godin, create, right? Um, mm -hmm. Let's face it. Me and you are not special compared to anybody else. We're, we're just human beings. We put our pants one leg at a time. Yeah. What we are doing though is like, I take this conversation. I mean, you could be having over a coffee at a Starbucks. And I'm like, this is a gift that I'm blessed with. So yeah. why not share this gift of this conversation with the world? Because it just takes one other kid and listen to his story saying, holy shit, I needed this. Just mm -hmm. like I've had people send me, send me messages and saying, I watched your podcast. I quit smoking. And it's like, wow. I never talked about smoking. And yeah. they're like, yeah, but something triggered something inside to stop smoking. Or someone saying, hey, this this really changed my life and or this person today. And I don't take that as a, oh, like a, a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, then th it actually motivates to create more. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And you asked me before we got on the podcast, like, why do you even want to be on the podcast? And I know there's someone in this, this crowd right now live, or for example, I listened to a podcast that was aired two years before. And then two years after that, I moved in with the person that was on the podcast, right? Like that's huge. And then me moving in with that person, like, has has changed my life and i'm sure it's changed the trajectory of the business in some way right so like if i can have some kind of impact like that with this one show i'm on with you mark like that's i just want to have that little bit of an impact and i know there's going to be someone someday that will hear it that may reach out to me and i encourage them to do so and um and i and i hope it helps because yeah yeah, it is. And that's why it was so important to have you on a show because I look at this and I, I said this to Zara yesterday. Um, and I said, you know, again, going back to that thing, if you if you're not embarrassed of who you were 12 months ago, you haven't really changed much. You haven't really learned much. And mm -hmm. I said to Zara yesterday, I'm like, 12 months ago, I was talking to this. I remember the conversation with this dumbass that was just more interested about his pool and just just a lazy, entitled little, you know what? And I go fast forward 12 months. I'm actually having a conversation with Dr. John Demartini from The Secret. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely embarrassed, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. in a positive light, it's just a sign of growth. Um, yeah. And, you know, I have to throw this plug out there. So, for those of you who are coming on right now, we got the amazing Mike Nowicki here. You guys have to watch this whole episode. There's nuggets here. People that are still on, make sure you give me a thumbs up if you're enjoying this. Put in the comments. Tell us what you think, ask questions and so forth. And my only ask from you, all of you is, hey, just subscribe to my channel. I'm not asking for much. Just hit the subscribe button at the bottom. I want to be able to bring you more and more value and just share the art. So thanks Mark, all. What does it do for you when people subscribe? Like, why do you want to, why do you want people to subscribe? Is it just because you'll have a bigger number on the thing or what's, what's the subscribers do for you? Yeah. So the subscribers, what it does is it's one is impact. So number one is, it's impact for me saying I'm resonating with people because you just don't know. And I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a visual type of person. So I have to have metrics. Now, when I say metrics, I just need to have trends. Are they going up? They're going down. Okay. Um, that's the first thing. Um, and two is that when I'm going to speak to these amazing authors, um, and, and people I want to bring, it's their PR people that they ask me, how yep. many subscribers do you have? And how many followers do you have? Because it's their time too. So they want to make sure that they're they're going to a general population. So, and I'm blunt with people saying, hey, like I'm, I'm just getting started here. That's mm -hmm. a choice if you don't want to be on it. But I'll tell you one thing. If you don't come on it now, I don't think I'll have you on it when I'm big. Mm -hmm. You yeah. had your chance. And just like. That's so sick about you. Like that is so bold. Um, and Mark, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt. Like, because when you said, um, having more subscribers and things like that will help you get bigger influential people on your podcast. And like that, that's, that's like, it's so easy to click the button, but like going down the line, like Mark has the ability to get people on his podcast, like and people like Mark just get shit done. And we all know that like, you don't need the money from YouTube. You don't need the numbers from YouTube, but those conversations you're going to have, that's, that will spread a long way. And if we're talking, if you know one person in your life that has had a hard time in business, had a hard, hard, hard time in life, do it for them at least. If you're not doing it for you or you're not doing it for Mark or me, 
do it for them. Just press the subscribe button. I appreciate that, Mike. That means a lot. That yeah. means a lot because I just want to share. This is this is my way of giving back. I'm this. I'm grateful to all of you. I mean, I'm grateful to the universe. I'm grateful to the seven two hands I was dealt before because if it wasn't for those bad hands I was played, I wouldn't be here talking to you, Mike, or getting to know you, Mike, uh, and putting me into these other rooms. And that's what it comes down to. And that's why, like you know, some people may have come on saying, "Oh, we want to hear Mike Nowicki's secrets to wholesaling and making four hundred thousand dollars a year." You, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you don't have your mindset in check, that four hundred thousand dollars is you, you consider it burnt money because you're gonna lose it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna lose it. It's about digging the well, and that well is your brain. The well is that mindset. I mean, you're 26 years old, and look what you're doing already. And if God forbid everything was taken away, guess what? You're, you're going to get back up and saying, "Bring it, motherfucker." Exactly. 100, man. Um, yeah, that that was really good. I appreciate the time you you spent with me tonight, Mark. Um, I know it's been a long time coming. I don't know if there's anything you want to ask or. or I do have. I do have another question to ask you. Okay. Um, and sure. and then and then uh, and maybe what we'll do is we'll give the audience if they have any questions and so forth. Yeah, we are, uh, we are, of course, so there might be some questions. There we go. So, um, so um, I always like to ask the question, the tombstone question. Uh, what? Let's hear. It. I know the question, but let's hear it. Yeah. So the tombstone question was a question that was asked to me uh, early on. I was in my early twenties, which is, you know. You, you, when the day you meet the maker, you can't, you won't be the one deciding what's put on your tombstone. Someone else will. Mm -hmm. What do you think will be written on your tombstone? <laughs> Depends whose choice it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think, um, I don't know. I think there was a time where I was sitting with a bunch of friends and they, um, there was a question, a survey question, and it was like, who in the friend group is the happiest person? And there was maybe 10 of us, and it was a unanimous vote. I got, everyone voted for me. I was the happiest person. I think mm -hmm. I would want that on my tombstone. Um, maybe not everyone agree, would agree with that. Maybe I'm a dickhead sometimes to people, to other, like, people, like my roommates and stuff like that. But um, I'm genuinely like a pretty damn happy person. And I think at the very end of the day, that's what I want. And that's why I do what I do. Right. Cause I just want to be happy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I lied. I'm going to ask you one more question. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. 24 years from now, mm -hmm. 24 years from now, you'd be 50 years old. Mm -hmm. What does a 50 year old Mike Nowicki say to the 26 year old Mike Nowicki? Um, Yeah, I would say um, to continue trusting the process and and like avoid the the things that have pulled you back in the past because those those ebbs can can last longer and I think to avoid those you can really kind of. Uh, get to where you be in a place where you want to be. I don't want to say I get to the place where you want to be, but be in the place where, cause like a lot of people think of like success being like, I'm going to get successful at one day. Right. Um, I don't want to 
it's not like a river. I've heard someone say this, but it's not like a river you cross and suddenly you're on the other side of the success side. You're you're going down the river, right? Like you're flowing down the river and it doesn't just end. Um, it's it's like it's a constant journey. I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. I can't see myself stopping to read books when I'm all of a sudden successful. I'm not going to see myself stopping working out because all of a sudden I'm jacked now or whatever. Like I think it's my 50 year old self would say, just continue doing the right things and trust the process. Wow, Mike, mm -hmm. that was powerful, brother. Thanks, Mike. I want to say thank you so much. Um, this was amazing, man. Mm -hmm. It was worth the wait, man. And I know this is the one, you know, that uh, people will be looking at and saying, wow, like this was the episode that 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 got me out of bed, told me to stop being a little bitch and mm -hmm. get moving. Yeah. Mike, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Um, usually on Instagram. And my tag is there at mnawicki. It's the first initial and my last name. So yeah, you can you can reach me there. Um, that's the best place. If you follow me or I'm on Facebook, but I best place DM me or tag me in a story and I'll, I'll see that for sure. I like when people tag me in stories. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. So, you know, all of you that have stayed on the whole time, I want to say thank you so much. And make sure you do tag Mike. Uh, take a picture. Uh, take a picture of us if you want to. I'll even put us both up here. Take your cameras. Take a picture of both of us on here. Put them on Instagram. <laughs> and let people get some FOMO. Um, yeah. And um, because this is the episode that's going to go down in history. And it's ironic that the episode I did with Dr. John Demartini, which that movie changed Mike's life. Yeah. And Mike happens to be the guest right after. So you talk about that. Um, so if the universe isn't listening, it is. It always is. So um, so like, and in closing, I just want to say for all of you, just if you're enjoying what I'm doing, if you're enjoying what I'm creating, if you're enjoying the guests that are coming, you're enjoying the content, all I ask is subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, that would be the, the best thing you can ever do for me. I'll only ask for that. Um, and uh, with that, I want to say thank you to all of you for spending your Friday evening here uh, listening to this uh, this episode. And if you enjoyed this live podcast um, that I'm going to be thinking about doing now, actually, you know, send me a thumbs up, send me a message, send me a message on Instagram. Tell me you like these live podcasts and uh, we'll make this a thing. And uh, with that, you guys take care. In poker, you pull a 7-2, you're going to fold both cards. And I've been dealt many 7-2s in my life where I hit rock bottom. How hard we worked, we were the direct results of how hard we worked. So the effort in was the results out based on our own choices. When you're young, you have to learn how to earn and fight for what you want. Who the fuck do you want to be? Like, do you want to be the guy that gets blackout drunk on YouTube? Or do you want to be the guy that inspires like 15 and 16 year olds? Half of my rentals went empty, like within six months, because more half the workers that were in my my houses were also workers. It was, it was getting brutal. I was like, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna run bankrupt. I'm, a, I'm a BK. One of the first things that I worked on in therapy was overcoming the feeling of selfishness when I was doing things for myself. A lot of people that usually just complain all the time. Oh my God, I'm like, dude, what are you complaining about? Life is amazing. You die when your body dies. And you die a second time, the last time your name is ever said. You said it, I get the seven two. I can play it or I can hold it. Like, what are you gonna do 
with that and how are you going to use it? I want to invest, inspire, and motivate people to better their lives, to create wealth, and then I'm going to inspire those people to give that wealth away and help other people. I need not on my own understanding. My life is in the hands of the worker of heaven. I give it all to you, God, trusting that you'll make something beautiful.